Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Time now to bring in the outstanding Rich Scarcella, who covered the game on Saturday and uh, then covered the press conference today. Rich, welcome back. Thanks so much for being with us. Steve, it's always my pleasure. All right. Interesting times. Uh, so I guess we'll start, since we'll go backwards, we'll start with Mike Yersich. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone found out yesterday afternoon that he was not going to be retained as the offensive coordinator. What was your thought on that and then thoughts moving forward? Well, I got I had heard something about 1 o'clock, and uh, I'm not – I wasn't shocked – that James was firing Mike Yersich. I was shocked at the timing of it. I thought it might happen after the regular season. Um, but after today uh, and his response to my question, um, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. Um, it sounded like to me and to others that there were game plans being drawn up and they weren't being followed. That's what James was said to me and in, 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 in said during the press conference today. And I thought his answer to the follow-up on when he was talking about Ty Howell and Jay Wan Sider, mm-hmm. where he talked about you know you know about their loyalty to the program and so forth. I, I felt that I thought that was an interesting answer. Yes. Yes. I mean, it, 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 it seemed to me that, you know, there are little hints here and there, you know, over Mike's three years on the staff, but it really started after the Ohio State game last month when James um, said we probably should have run the ball more when there were 50 pass plays called and just 18 run plays called at Ohio State. And then he expanded on that. Um, at his weekly press conference. So you knew things weren't hunky-dory internally. And then on Saturday, after Saturday's loss to Michigan, um, and his answer to me uh, regarding uh, my question about Drew Aller and saying that we're not calling enough easy passes to get him into a rhythm when everybody else is doing it in the country, that that spoke volumes. But you're right. There's a, I, I mean, I don't want to... I, I, I don't know about loyalty or anything like that. I know Jay Wan and Ty yeah. um, are really stand-up guys. I, I, I like both of them a lot. Yeah. Um, I I can't speak on 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 you know about Mike Yersich because right. I don't really know him as well. That's but right. I, I will say this that um, I think that you know James wanted to hire Mike three years ago. He was eyeing him for several years, and 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 obviously. It just didn't work out. It just didn't work out, indeed. Uh, it's interesting. You talked about the number of passes thrown in the Ohio State game. So now let's flip it to this game. Penn State had yeah. 22 first down plays in the game. 19 were runs and only three were passes along the way. What did you think mm-hmm. about that when you saw that stack? Because I know you break that down. Yeah, well, I thought, I thought they ran the ball. I'm, <laughs> I, I think they should have run the ball more. They ran honestly. the ball well. Yeah, they yeah. ran the ball well. I don't. I don't. And I, I don't think James mentioned this after the game that 
you know, we, that Drew got too many pressures. I, I didn't sense that. I know he was sacked once, and I know at times he was pressured, but I didn't think sure. it was something persistent. I thought the – again, I've been, I've been critical at times with the offensive line, but I, I thought the offensive line did a good job Saturday. I really do. Yeah, and um, the, the, to me, and, you know, you and I haven't had a chance to talk since we saw each other before the game, I thought perhaps the one sequence overlooked – since the end of the game, even today, was the second Penn State offensive series. You ha- they had five snaps from the four-yard line or inside the four-yard line. Yes. And could not score, and, or could not score a touchdown. And some of the, and I think three of the five plays were pass plays. Yeah. And I thought that was odd to say the least. I mean, you had to kick the field goal at that. It was that early in the game. I get it. I'm not. I'm not. Criti- I'm not questioning right. that decision. You have to kick right. the field goal. But to me, that was an opportunity to make a statement, to take a seven nothing lead, and it didn't happen. And I thought that was obviously a, a sign of things to come. Yeah, I don't want to like think too much, but as I was watching the game play out. I felt like that played a role in, in like a couple of decisions, like to go for two when it was fourteen nine and so forth. I felt mm. like that sequence where they couldn't get in from the three yard line, I think, may have influenced a little bit as to how they wanted to go after points. It may have. We, you know, we, we may we may never know this, right? Um, but I, 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 yeah, I, I mean, I, I could see that for sure. I still disagree. I this just me. Right. I, I would have kicked both points. Right. But but that's another that's to me that's a secondary issue. That's I know a lot of people, a lot of the public, a lot of the fans have brought that up, and I think no matter what, it's Penn State still would have lost the game. I think there there were bigger issues than that, far far greater issues than that, and I think and I think you may be right, Steve. That may have influenced a lot of things the rest of the game, but I just thought there were I thought Penn State like I. I mean, Catron Allen looked good, especially on that 34-yard yeah. run. There was a nice hole. And, and I thought that was as good as I can remember Nick Singleton running inside yeah. for tough yards. I, I, thought he, I thought he had a nice game. I mean, his numbers aren't glamorous or anything like or spectacular. But I thought against that defense and running almost exclusively inside, I thought he did a good job. On the defensive side of it, everyone knows they ran the final 32 plays as runs. I think there are two things that played into this. This is me, so you can tell me what you think about it. Mm -hmm. Number one is that Penn State was getting great pressure off the edge. And I think that that play they – well, I mean, that's the only time they threw was early. And and I think that influenced Michigan – and I also think his ability to be a great play-action passer, he's an 84% play-action yep. passer, 84%. You can't put 11 guys in the box because you're always worried he's going he's gonna to play action and do something with it or bootleg it. Yeah, yeah. I think J.J. McCarthy, I mean, his numbers are like, oh, he only threw for 60 yards and he didn't throw a pass in the second half. I thought he had a big impact on the game. Absolutely. Massive impact on the game. And... Penn State did do a really good job, you know, 
I don't whether Michigan really respected Michigan's past or Penn State's past defense, whatever it was. I just think, or they they were afraid as and 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 it was true early. Penn State got pressure on McCarthy early, and then they went to the jumbo package. You know, brought in six seven blockers sometimes, and that really was effective. I mean, that drive after Aller's fumble. They went, I don't know if it was, I can't remember exactly the number, 40 yards, and they took up eight minutes. Right. And that's that's crazy. So yeah. it was sort of like the formula Illinois used two years ago. It was not an overtime game. Gonna, right, pound, 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 pound. And that didn't win the game. I think they did that because they, felt they were that confident in their defense to stop Penn State's offense, I think that's what I think that's what prompted that decision more than I agree. Else. I agree with you. I think that that you play offense to your defense, defense to your offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not talked about often enough in what we do. And they kind of, I think they looked over at their defense and said, "You know what? We're going to keep the ball, chew up some clock, run some plays. You yeah. can watch, and when you go out there, we're confident you can stop them." I, I think that was that was in a nutshell, their game plan. Yeah. Steve, do you think, and I, you know, you and I are talking, so I'm going I'm to ask you. Sure, yeah. How much of, how much do you think Drew's, Drew Aller's struggles against Ohio State and Michigan played into James's decision yesterday? I think it had to play some role along the way. Mm-hmm. Because when he made your question in the post game, and the answer he gave, which is the first subject we mm-hmm. discussed here, mm-hmm. it's like we didn't give him enough easy throws early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, paraf- I didn't hear it, but I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, that correct. That's that's yeah. what he said. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, that goes to what play is being called, mm-hmm. and did I think Drew was sharp last week? Yes. That's oh, yeah. why this yeah. this one this one kind of like Ohio State leading in I could see okay Th- this one kind of took me aback as to eh, that's not the guy I saw during the week um, but I think James comment about he should have had some easier passes to gain some confidence to gain to think, get him in a rhythm yeah get him in the rhythm my apologies yeah. get him into a rhythm no, that's right. I just yeah yeah no because I you know I was uh, I don't want to use the wrong words there. Uh, I think that tells you a lot about you know what he's thinking about his young quarterback in a spot mm-hmm. like this, and and that's what he came out thinking in the game as to what they could have done to help him out in that area. Uh, so I think that's, uh, yeah, I think that, I think played, that is. I think it did too. I think it yeah. played. I think it definitely played yeah. a factor in the decision and whether that decision. I don't know. If, I'm sure. My guess, and I don't know a thing, is that James had been thinking about this since Ohio State. Yeah. About making this this move, and then right. Saturday sealed it when when they weren't getting those easy easy throws, easy access mm-hmm. throws. That's what they are. And um, yeah, I it's it, it's you know I I'm I'm really you know I'm really taken back by how. Some fans, and not most fans, not all fans, right. reacted Saturday, and I, I just, I don't, 
that's a whole other bigger issue. I don't understand why adults get so upset and so angry and are screaming and and screaming obscenities at whoever, whether it's James Franklin or anybody else. I I'll never. I just won't understand that. I just can't. And yeah, are you, can you can you can you be disappointed? Of course. Can you be? Can you disagree with? with James on decisions that he made? Yes, of course. But to stand in front of hundreds of people and just yell obscenities, I just don't yeah. understand that whatsoever. No, I, that I, this is what I understand. I understand and appreciate a passionate fan base. Yes. I don't, I don't want from a Penn State point, a Penn State broadcaster's point of view, I think one of the worst things you can have is an apathetic fan base. Right. Yes. And you and I see that with all due respect. I'm not trying to put anybody down, but like when you and I go to Northwestern or we go to Indiana. Yeah. No question. We see, we see the real passionate people there, but they're not in great numbers. That means the fan base is apathetic. I go to Indiana for basketball. Oh, it's passionate. Totally different. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. 180. All right. So I want a passionate fan base, but I also want a passionate fan base that has the ability to be angry. But the duel with some semblance of class, civility. Yeah, civility. Yes, That's civility. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you That's, can be. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you That's can be. I'm you can be angry. Right. Yeah, yeah. You and I agree. Yeah. You and yeah. I agree. Yeah. You. I mean, you can be angry. I don't blame you. That's how badly you wanted them to win. You're mad. You yes. think they should have won. I totally appreciate that. There's a different mm-hmm. way of expressing it. Yes, yes, yeah. So, I agree. I I completely agree. So let me ask you this: um, Okay, Penn State loses by eight at Ohio State. They lose by nine to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Is this a case where uh, there's a gigantic gap, uh, a couple of play gap? I mean, I mean, how close in reality? Yeah. are the programs? Yeah, that's that's a really good question, and someone asked James that, you uh, know, a, a little bit ago, and um, I don't think it's a big gap, right? But it's but it's a gap that's too big for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, it's it's you know, a gap where they didn't win. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, you know, you can't avoid talking about the 12 game I, this is how I put it the 12 game losing streak to big 10 teams ranked in the top 10 right. that that means forget everything else forget non-conference okay that and it's and all but 12 of those games has, have been against Ohio State and Michigan right. okay having said that their one play or one call from and it, and it was the right call from Curtis Jacobs returning a fumble for a That's touchdown right. at Ohio State and maybe changing the whole complexion yeah. of the game. Maybe. And it was, I don't know, and it, maybe. And you and I agree, it was the right call. It was the right call, absolutely. But that's that's how close that was. Right. Saturday, I didn't feel like, well, well, look, like we talked about earlier, if Penn State scores a touchdown on that second series, does that change things? How the game unfolds? I don't know. I mean, it certainly, you know, it certainly would have given the offense 
some confidence. But I think to answer your question, I don't think it's I don't think the gap is as large as a lot of people who follow Penn State think it is. Right. I know I got asked last week who any Penn State fan that I saw when I was out in public here, how bad is it gonna be? And I said right. Wait, what? I said it's gonna be a close, low scoring game, which it was. Mm-hmm. I mean it was basically a seventeen nine game. That's that, that's the way I look at it, and and you know, Penn State would have punted if in normal circumstances, but or uh, you know, but they had to go for it. I get it. Yeah. But everything like that's that's the the mentality that Penn State fans who came up to me they 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 you know how bad can can they keep it close? I said, yeah, it's yes. going to be a close game. Right. And I guess maybe you know if if you ask them today, maybe it wasn't close enough. Okay. But they all expected Michigan to win like they did last year in the big house. Um, so, yeah, I think going forward, you're, you know, you're not going to play Michigan now for another three years. Right. I don't think pe- many people realize that. You do, I know. Yeah. Um, they, they play Michigan at Michigan in 26, and then Penn, Michigan doesn't come back till 20, here until 27. Right. So, you know – now, it, to me, all the focus is on next year. Not, I'm not saying to, to quit the year or anything, but that midseason five-game stretch, I hate to get way yeah. ahead, but right. that's what you got to, like, okay, how do you manage your way through that in the middle of mm-hmm. next season? Right. And so, you know, all the decisions, and, I, and obviously I think that's part of the decision that, that prompted James to make yesterday, too, is – you know, looking at next year, we got to be better. Yeah, we we can't stay we can't stand still. We got to be better. And um, so, yeah, that's I I think the I don't think the gap is as big as Penn State. A lot of Penn State fans yeah. think it is. But now you're going to be measured against USC, UCLA, right. Washington, Oregon too. Right. And by the way, three of those four will have new quarterbacks next year. Just to just uh, file that away for later. <laughs> Uh, which is true. I mean, everybody sees they see yeah. Williams, they see yeah. Penix, they see Bo Nix. Yeah. Like, ooh, yeah. well, they're not they're not playing next year. Uh, yeah, at least here. and they're and they'll all, they'll be yeah they'll be playing next year. They won't be yeah. they'll be playing they, in the NFL. Yeah, they'll be in the three letter <laughs> league because uh, yeah. to me the key sequence was the fumble, and here's the reason why: you close out the half the way you want to with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we you know you can debate the two point conversion all mm-hmm. you want, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But you get the ball to start the second half, and this has been the Penn State pattern all season. And they get a first down, and then they get another first down, and in the process of getting that first down, he fumbles. You actually are starting to now get a handle on the game, and you've scored on six of your first nine drives to start the second half of the season. On the sideline, you ought to be thinking, here we go again, and that crushed it. And I know they got a field goal out of it, but that was a momentum crusher, I thought. It, it 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 did it obviously it hurt them momentum wise and the fact that Michigan had the ball for over eight minutes. Yeah. But I didn't think the game was over either. No, no. Penn State had the ball, not counting the last possession on which they scored their second touchdown. Um, they had the ball four more times and did nothing. They only had one first down in those next four possessions. That's right. So I didn't. I thought. Was it a big play? Yeah, it was a big play. It was seventeen nine. But you're you're still it's still one score game, and I think that the the biggest thing is that on those next four series, 
you gained one first down and that was it. And that, yeah. to me, another big reason why they, they didn't win the game. Rich, always a pleasure. It's just great talking to you back and forth. Appreciate it so much. Same, same here, Steve. Always a pleasure. Take care. Rich Scarcella, Reading Eagle.